Regular convos. Regular convos. Regular convos. Regular convos. Regular convos. You're now listening to regular convos that's definitely gonna be the intro to this uh literally and you gotta be like yeah. mask on and right. you gotta go you gotta squeeze got the arms in there right. <laughs> mask on <laughs> fucking mask on like because that's what it is <laughs> literally what it is i was not <laughs> i was not fucking around What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another brand new episode of Regular Convos. It's your man DH, and I got my boy here with me, Manny Majors. Manny, what's up, bro? Your was good, was good. Bro. God bless. It's been a minute since I've done a podcast, bro. I know. We were just talking about that. Like, this is like the bread and butter, the, the main squeeze for you. And I'm like, what's up? Like, we got we to gotta do what we do and do it. What we do best It's been a minute But let me tell you something This podcast has been sponsored by Crown Royal Peach Crown Royal Crown Royal Peach um, Crown Royal Peach Go to your local uh, spirits location And purchase some Crown Royal Peach Yeah the Crown Peach Sign me up Brandil Okay period Sign me up Brandil Manny so look man Listen let's just Let's just update the listeners, man. I mean, we haven't done. I haven't done an episode of regular convo since, like, beginning of the year. That would make sense. A whole lot has happened. That would make sense. The world is under lockdown right now. So many things to talk about. There's a plethora of things. To talk Literally, about. you tell me. What do you? Where, where do you start? I don't even know, bro. Like, <laughs> all right, we were talking about like how nasty people are. Oh lord. Yes. Because this whole uh, pandemic situation, bro. Mm-hmm. So just t- talk to me about your experiences. Like in this whole pandemic situation, bro. All right. So, quite frankly, um, definitely have been, I've definitely erred on the side of caution throughout this whole thing. Facts. So, like, I think the world sort of like went into disarray around that mid March, late March part. Yeah, it was like mid March. Mm-hmm. I was definitely still, I was definitely still working in my office, and people were just like gossiping, talking about my it. Office. Just, I hit it. <laughs> I was working in my office. I was working in my office next to Phil. Right, because I have big bucks. In the so I was working. <laughs> no, bro, it was it was it was still like business as usual. Yeah. And then it was it tur- immediately f- turned on its head and it was like, okay, you know what? We don't know what the hell is happening. The the script is flipped. Yeah, work. Everybody's working from home now, and um, that was accompanied with people a lot of us a lot of people losing work a lot of people being worried about if they even have a job to go to for the coming weeks myself included right. um so very scary time um wow i can literally fast forward from march until maybe like june because literally that period was all the same stuff in the crib 
Um, literally limiting my time outside. If you had to go to the grocery store, mask up, mask on, fucking mask on. That's definitely going to be the intro to this. Uh, literally. And you got to be like, yeah. mask on. And right. You got you to squeeze out the arms in there. Right. <laughs> mask on. <laughs> fucking mask on. Like, because that's what it is. <laughs> literally what it is. I was not. <laughs> I was not fucking around. Um, and literally in and out was very quick. I wasn't. It's a serious situation, and I feel like for a lot of people, I mean, we work in close quarters with people. Right. Um, you have that, and then some people are around older people a little bit more. And as we come to learn, older people, people with you know pre that are preconditioned to yeah. you know getting illnesses and sicknesses, something like this could you know take that over the edge. So kind of in that boat, and just kept it chill, kept it easy, and um, I think as this particular area of Maryland sort of to sort of sort of. Got itself in order, just yeah. ease back out into the reality of things. Still being cautious, but you know, at the end of the day, uh oh, <laughs> somebody coming through the joint. Right, guest appearance. You got ADT, right? <laughs> and, um, and just slowly got back into it. So here we are. Um, gosh, September. It's crazy. I think we got here this fast, but you know, everybody over here COVID free. You know, got masks and everything. Facts. That's what we do. So you know, it's it's a matter of like trying to find that balance between, you know. Working with COVID and trying to live some sort of life. Not the same, but something. Let's try and get back to some sense of normalcy. Man. Exactly. That's the that's the critical part for a lot of people now. If these mics are good, you heard the garage open. And yes. you hear June trying to back in the garage. There's a shelf in the corner of the garage. She hits. Oh, she hit what? Like, like she did good today, though. She ain't hit it. Okay, good. I'm about to say that. That garage <laughs> is big as hell. You hit, if you hear the, the thud, that's where it come from. Oh, Lord. This is a 12-car garage, <laughs> and she's thumping stuff. Nothing but mad oxygen in there. Right. How you hitting anything? Let's see. Let's see. We, get it going oh, 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 we got a special guest hey. on the podcast. Hey. Let's give it up for the queen of the house. How you doing? Judah. Hey. I'm good. How are you? You're, you're, we're recording something right now, so you live with the people. Hey, people. Hey, people. How you doing? What's up, Shorty? You all right? Yes. Nice. How's my son or daughter? Yes. Oh, did I tell you I'm having a baby? There's a baby in there. There's a whole baby in my wife's stomach. Baby in there. Let me get just get into that for a second. Yeah, do that, please. I'm gonna be quiet. Um, I, you don't want me to talk about that? What else are we all talking about? No, we just talking about uh, coronavirus and coronavirus. <laughs> Shit is real. <laughs> Shit is really real. <laughs> and when it got real, I was like, I fucking hate this song. Right. <laughs> but it's creative. It was definitely creative. No, baby, we were talking about um, coronavirus and like how it's affected us for the past couple of months. Mm -hmm. would, would you like to come share? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hear that. She's like, she said, I don't want to talk on the I podcast. Yes, but I, there's a baby in my wife's stomach, bro. Yeah. Like, look, man, we've been trying to have kids for a while and mm -hmm. I'm super excited. God bless. But I'm hella scared. Listen. Can God. I Can I tell y'all why I'm scared? Do it. Because I'm finna be a dad. So bro, that's it. Oh, Lord, I'm scared too now. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, y'all know me. Y'all know how goofy. Y'all know how fun goofy. I am. Like, I think I'm gonna be a great dad. You will. I mean, you will be. But I'm hella scared, though. That's gonna be it. Daddy, I need food. I'm like, oh, y'all gotta feed you too. Mm, right. They don't come with that. No, I'm not gonna starve your child. Better not. Cause when I eat, they gonna eat. Okay. But that means I'm gonna have to make sure I'm eating a whole lot. Good babies. I don't know. I'm just talking. <laughs> I'm a little tipsy right now, so. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can tell. Just like it was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Just like last week. <laughs> right. How are you? I'm Welcome home, my dear. Thanks. Welcome home, baby. This segment is sponsored by. Oh, you go. Oh, you gonna bring it in? Peach. All right now, go and get it in there. But yeah, man, I will say this, Manny. Mm-hmm. The quarantine has like I feel like it's treated people like one of two ways. Okay, it's either been like awful, mm-hmm. like with people losing their job or losing you know their space, yeah. like their house yeah. or a place to live, or it's been like great because like stuff has not stopped for me. Got pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. um, new crib, mm-hmm. new whip. The like wealth. You should see this place. There's a pool. <laughs> Pools with a Z. <laughs> see, yeah, that. if you call a bathtub a pool, yeah. Listen, that shit big too. <laughs> shit. The list goes on. Ah, but no, let, I hear you. New, new whip, new crib, new baby, new, new. Like stuff is just happening, bro. It's, it happens, bro. And it's like, it's crazy because I, I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I felt that not. Like felt bad because I'm like, like I'm still winning, bro. Like everything is still fine for me. Yeah. While others were like taking a hit. Yeah, and you know, honestly, that's just one of the things that it's a blessing. You can't you can't dismiss that. I think um, it's just a matter of us realizing that, especially people who are on that side of you know things have been okay. Yeah. At least like decent is realizing the fact that that's not the case for everybody. Yeah. And you just have to acknowledge that. Um, and then you know, essentially there's some points where we can do our part. So I'm sure like, you know, even though all this is happening, you know, we're still taking care of our families. We're still doing things for people. Like I know we probably have people in our family who have lost work. So we probably have to support them too. So everyone has a part to play, um, to some capacity, no matter where we are on the spectrum. Um, but yeah, you're right. This entire situation is definitely been, it's been the lowest of lows for people. It's been, the highest of highs for some people. Shout out to Bezos. Right. It, Please it, pay my student loans. <laughs> bro, the fact that he makes, the amount of money he makes is ridiculous. He's bro. been making more. I don't have the figures, but this nigga is, <laughs> has been making more money. Bars. Now, I don't even rap, though. He's making a lot more money now. It's That's something that I think is very interesting. That's a whole quick aside. But long story short, this has definitely been something at the very least at the very least an eye-opening situation for the entire world like crazy it taught me like how to be comfortable being home i was like 75 percent a homebody already mm-hmm. but then like i really like i mean i feel like anybody that's a homebody like after like three months of being at home you're like okay even i gotta go out no for real and it's crazy because like last week the first time i went out and i went to brunch mm. yes he was very drunk very saw the videos went, <laughs> went to brunch <laughs> went and hung out and like it's different like i had to wear masks mm-hmm. like okay this is odd to me right like you gotta wear a mask when you come in yep you gotta wear a mask when you're waiting mm-hmm. then when you sit down at the table you can take your mask off yep but when you get up go to the bathroom you gotta put your mask back on fucking mask on so it's like <laughs> i guess it's just trying to say look when you're in your personal space mm-hmm. you're good without it but when you're walking around, it was, but like, I'm just, I'm used to it now. It's, it's so, I don't even, I thought about this myself is like, when do things go back to what they were? If that happens, I, I ran into this woman um, and she was, I don't know, is very, very nice white woman. I was mm-hmm. very scared, Uh-oh. but 
she had a conversation with me for about 10 minutes. Be afraid. And went very, very afraid. <laughs> and she had said, you know, I have personally told myself that I'm going to wear a mask for the next two years. Um, you know, things may change tomorrow, but I'm going to wear a mask for two years because that's why I feel. And I was like, years? you know what? I get it. Two years. Two years. <laughs> and um, I was like, you know what? I get it. Because right, even right now, the mask right there was a point in time I remember early on where people, there's a whole bunch of memes where people like, um, they had Obama running across the lawn to go get in a helicopter. <laughs> forgot his running back. He's like, oh shit, I forgot my mask, right? <laughs> but my mask is like literally a part of my regular sort of like grab and go, like keys, wallet, mask. It's, 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 it's second nature now. And it's almost, it's fashionable now. People got, are making lines. I have a good friend who's making a line right now, Linux Avenue Company, who is like, that is people Shout are out. really, really doing it. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's 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 a thing we're doing to protect ourselves. But I mean, we've had Asian cultures who have been wearing masks on a regular for years, bro. And I'm not even sure to be honest, and I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know now because I can be ignorant on some things, but I'm gonna be sort of specific. I'm not exactly sure why that was such a normal piece. I probably should know. But, you know, there are people who have been doing this, and this is what we are seemingly forced to do. So I mean who knows how long it lasts? I'm I'm like, bro, for real, I'm okay with it. Me too. If you mean to tell me, I, that's the one thing I can say. I haven't had a cold. Not uh, wood. You know what? I have wood in the house. There's some wood right there's here. There's wood behind the wall. Yeah, there you Listen, go. I, no. I haven't had a cold. No. And I guess that comes from, you know, not mm. interacting. But yeah. even when I'm out, like having my mask on, you, you don't realize like the germs you come in contact with. So true. Before I go in the store, hand sanitized. Mm-hmm. When I get in the store, whatever I touch, whatever I touch, I'm not really tripping t- too much off that. Mm-hmm. But I try to limit what I'm touching. I'm like, especially the grocery store. If I'm yeah, gonna buy, it, yep. I don't play around with like, oh, let me get this now. Let me yeah, put look it at back. this. Let me look at this. Let me look yeah. at this. No, I touch what I'm gonna buy, and then once I get back to the car, mm-hmm. you know, I open the door. Once I get in, I just sanitize up. Yep. And then I rode away. I'm going. And that's how it is, man. And I'm like, I'm just doing that, just keeping it normal like that. I'm like, I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, I don't have no issues with doing that. Yeah. You know, I think it comes to where, like, dealing with people and being interacting with people. Yeah. Where I think people had the main issue because you can't, like, bro, I'm, and I'll say this. Going to brunch last week hit way different than going out to brunch in previous years. Oh, yeah? Because, you know, previous brunches, like, mm-hmm. if you go to, you know, Griffin or something like mm-hmm. that, they're not cutting me a check, but I'm going to mention them anyway. But you go to them, them brunches packed. To the like, bottom. You know, they partying, people yeah. elbow to elbow to each other. Yep. And it's not like that. When I went to Sequoia, man, they like, look, six to a table, mm-hmm. like eat, you know what I'm saying? Have fun, you know, but we not wall to wall at the bar or, you know, packed in. Exactly. The I think the coronavirus actually, you know, with that six feet, it helped people keep that personal space, bro. But for real, in that, in, in that personal space, also really highlighting just how often people used to violate your personal space. Like, within oh my, God, my within bro. my field of work, we are, you, you can be in relative close quarters, definitely right. closer than six feet. And in, in the office, you know, sort of atmosphere, I've had days where I'd have people like over my shoulder, like, huh, what the, what's going on in that spreadsheet? First of all, Jack, <laughs> back, back. Right. But realizing <laughs> that when people are within close proximity to you, the, the air is moving, the germs are moving, they're right there. And why we, why didn't we think about this back in the day where it's like, yeah, maybe not necessarily being all close up to people outside of the fact that 
it's already hot. It can be sticky. Like if you're in a club, it's hot, sticky, all this stuff. But also people are spreading their germs and, yeah. and all this stuff. It's just, it really has highlighted that personal space aspect to a new level. And it highlighted like how nasty some people are, bro. Like Fucking the nasty. fact that you got to tell people, wash your hands for 30 seconds. Like the fuck? You just please. You just man. touched your genitalia. C- clean your hands. Bruh, the fact that people will go into the bathroom, use the bathroom, and not wash their hands. It it mind boggling. Mind boggling. That don't make no sense to me. I don't. I don't understand it. But I'm glad that people are now a little more conscient. Con. 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 Conscientious. 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 Well, there's no. It's a it's a SAT word. Conscientious. Sure. <laughs> conscientious. This team is actually conscientious. Conscientious. Conscious. Conscious. Oh, conscious. Oh, I'm gonna say conscious. We just been we just been thirty seconds talking about People are more aware of this. Okay, synonym, synonyms. <laughs> if you don't know a synonym, today's word is conscious. <laughs> this, this is your conscience. Right? This is your conscience. Shout out to Jamie Foxx. Right. We appreciate you. Oh we appreciate you, dog. But people are more conscious yes. about, you know, being more, you know, clean. Yes. And That's what like people. I told you off air, like, I'm not a germaphobe, but I like to be... Germless. Germ-free. Hello. Please. So the fact that people are doing that is... Is hella good. Yeah, I appreciate that. And hopefully we just keep that going forward. Like when this ship sails, which God, please, I hope it does soon. Bruh. We gotta keep. We gotta keep this up. We gotta maintain. Like just oh but gosh, people, we gotta be smart. People were saying like I saw on Twitter, they was like people looking for twenty twenty one. Like coronavirus is gonna end. Like twenty, like it expired. Like it's <laughs> like it's, like it's <laughs> fucking milk. Like right. it's it, it's not guaranteed. All right, y'all. December thirty first, coronavirus is gonna li- expire. I can't wait y'all. till twenty twenty one. I right. cannot. Fuck coronavirus is gonna be dropping the ball too with us. Yeah. It's gonna roll. It's gonna be that coronavirus it's ball. It's gonna be the ball ah. coronavirus ball dropping too. <laughs> and I mean, I understand. And that's like that's the that's a beautiful sort of like um rendition of like the new year, new me, which is like, yeah, it's a new day. Yeah, on the calendar it's a new year, but you as a physical being are still being transported into this you know, It's like what's new different. Space. Right. And it's un- it's not unless you actively make that change that things change it's the same thing with coronavirus like if the shit is not obliterated between now and then it's gonna roll over so you know gospel to everybody who's on a new you know new year new me new virus vibe but i mean all honesty we got work to do right here on beyonce's day which is we've got to get this (laughs) shit under control shout out to beyonce i miss you i really really do Hey man, if I get her to listen to this and really like hit me back, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Beyonce, if you're listening, I'd like to have you as a guest on the podcast. Please. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could talk to you like for a whole day about whatever you want to talk about. Literally. I just really could just facilitate our conversation. Come come to the studio. It is safe. We are in Charles County. Yes. It's safe. You're comfortable. Very, You'll be comfortable here. The grass is green. Yes. There's a plethora of, of seating down here. Plenty you can come relax for you and your three children. And Including just come and hang out. Lord. And <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Hey, Grandma, how you doing? Um, but yes, no, that would be that would be a blessing, man. But you know, 
that's never it know. can happen. You never know. Beyonce has regular combos as well. That's she, it. That's all it is. These are facts. It's just regular people having regular combos. That's it. Right. And you know what? So speaking of that, I think it's a good segue into just sort of how I feel like a lot of my relationships have also grown in this yeah. time too. It's like we're I feel like I've been the word force is tough, but no force is accurate though because I do have like some family who I've known have been impacted by this. So I've yeah. been really um, more consistent and more adamant about you know what I need to make sure I talk to them and see how things are going. And so that's one thing. But then there's also with like friends, like yeah. consistently catching up. How are things going? Making sure people are okay. Um, checking on people's mental health. Um, it it is definitely. Really, really highlighted the importance of just people, person to person, excuse me, uh, person to person interaction, and just as a nigga burp right that there, boy. shit was from the <laughs> Dude, depths deep. of my. That nigga pulled us. I'm about to burp like a nigga. Hold on, Bru- exactly. Burp. And that was brought to you by <laughs> Crown Royal. Peach. For the nigga burps. For the nigga you. For the nigga in you. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I, I'm classic. My bad, dog. But uh, yes, communication, conversation, real conversations. This has been the time where we have to have those. And um, yeah, I, I will say I do appreciate that part about just keeping keeping a, 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 a thumb on the a finger on the pulse um, as to how our folks are doing. It, I mean, it's crazy because I think. What I realized is that I realized how many people I hadn't really talked to. Facts. And I realized, like, that is not intentional. Right. Like, I have, like, so y'all know me. I have, like, an immediate circle of people I talk to, like, mm-hmm. majority all the time. Yep. Manny Majors is included in that. Yep. Um, But then it's, like, the extended family. Like, it's, like, just catching up. And seeing how they're doing because you can't, I can't just pull up on them like that, like yeah. I would have, you know what I mean? Yep. So it's like checking up on them, see how they're doing, checking them on friends and family, making sure everybody good. Yep. It's just that some like it slips your mind, and nothing with this quarantine, you realize that you're really not all that busy. Yeah. <sighs> Tell me about it. Like you, like you were saying, like being home, being a homebody. That's in that crown. Oh, I got you. Yeah, right. You talking about being a homebody and being home? I can't tell you how many. Like, uh, what's the word for it? Faults I've found in my own home, walking around, looking around, like, when I get this crack, when I get that, why is that looking like this? Why is this not really painted? Like, I really need to paint in here. I ain't got no. Listen, I ain't got nothing else to look at. I'm, I'm hyper analyzing every single thing around this joint because I had the time, because I got the opportunity, um, which can be a good thing too. I will say, um, I don't know why we gotta be our minds. We gotta be smart. I. I've been also looking into the stocks recently yeah. um, within this whole ordeal and playing around with some things. Um, no plug, you know, Robinhood is not a sponsor, but it's really cool and effective if you are sort of a novice to it and really digging into it a little bit. But Home Depot saw a surge in their stocks over these past few months, which really? makes sense. Well, a lot of people, you know, doing home, pr- yeah, home product, home <sighs> projects, bless you. So thank you. So, I mean, that's also a new thing. Just like sort of new experiences and new exposures of things. Like people have gotten like hella work done at the crib. Mm-hmm. Like stuff that you may have been thinking about putting off for a little while. Like you like, I got time to do it. And even I mean, everybody's teleworking, so you got time during the day. You know, um, just able to do what you need to do. Yeah, I'm like that has came in handy, especially me moving. Like being able to be home and knock stuff out that yep. I needed to knock out. What I, one thing I can say. Mm-hmm. 
shout out to everybody that's still like all the the manual laborers like Honestly, slim if i I'm, I'm clapping for y'all like via microphone because we without our our frontline workers and, and I'm, I'm, I'm encompassing literally everyone that yeah. we have needed to survive yeah not we're not talking just doctors we're not talking just nurses we're yeah. not talking just hospital personnel we're talking our, our supermarket workers we are talking the people who provide the food for the supermarkets the people fast food people restaurant people bro. like you putting yourself out there for the sake of human beings and i feel like if this if people don't Grocery walk store, out of this all of that good stuff if people don't walk out of this with a newfound respect for these divisions of society you, there there is no there is no helping you yep. because this has been sort of broadcasted in our faces where you have people who've had the privilege and luxury of working at home. There's some people who cannot do that and survive and they've been helping us. So you're right. Shout out to them. For a sure. lot of us, I I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm calling you out. All right. Listen, a lot of us have had it easy. Yeah. Like being at the crib, being able to be comfortable, you know, in your nice plush pad, you know what I'm saying? Working and doing That's whatever. Facts. You know, not having to get up, you mm -hmm. know, and deal with uh, disease on a daily basis and yeah. deal, you know, having to deal with people who still have attitudes, yep. uh, which is mind boggling. Very ugly, very dusty. But like having to deal with that, man, like we really appreciate you. And like coming from like, because my wife is a nurse, y'all know that. Like she's a nurse. So like, I, that's one of my biggest fears her going in there and, you know, somebody have something. Mm hmm. And having to deal with that, but she's been good, you know. Uh, so I'm appreciative of that. And I stay mm -hmm. prayed up about that. But man, essential workers, man, we appreciate y'all. Yeah, blessing for sure. We real. Be, we wouldn't be nowhere right now without any of y'all, bruh. At all, it's amazing, bruh. It's, and it's it's crazy, like just like how you said, like a lot of people work and do things and. They don't get no recognition. Like, they yeah. just there almost. You know what right. I mean? In your mind, you're just like, oh, it's an expectation. Like, if I go into Walmart, oh, I expect to see somebody working in Walmart. But what about now? Like, during the whole pandemic? Bruh. Like, no. The people, like, I saw uh, I saw a meme on Twitter today was talking about, um, excuse me, talking about janitors at the hospitals. Mm -hmm. Like, some of them have a closer bond to the patients than hmm. some of the nurses and doctors. I can see that. I mean, they're there, they're, 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 they're there, and they're there for extended hours. They're literally keeping the place clean, and that has been the main, you know, circumstance in terms of this thing spreading is things being dirty and contaminated, and the people who are actually doing it and managing it, yeah, I would, I'd buy that. And people who, like, judge, like, sanitation workers and stuff. Never. That I don't know none of them in my circle because I can't I can't do it. I, I listen. If I had money, if they were in the stocks, I would have bought them up because Slim. listen, all the all the stuff people have bought, all the Amazon y'all put money in Jeff's pocket, um, everything we've ordered online, like all the trash we've accumulated over Hell this yeah. time. Like I, there was a point in time where my street, um, it was maybe like two months ago. The um, I think our people were on strike in, in the city. Um, but they were striking in terms of collecting any sort of recycled material because they had been working through the pandem pandemic and the union was seeking, you know, sort of retribution and, and, and compensation for all the hours and the work that they've had to put in, especially exposing themselves right. to this. Because mind you, the shit spreads. On, it can be on materials for a, a, a finite amount of time yep. and they have to interact with it not knowing 
what the what the situation may be. In the middle of the summer, they're out here wearing masks and hauling large loads of trash. Okay, like the list goes on, but they're looking for help, and they stopped. They didn't come for a week. And when I tell you things were stacked up, I looked outside and I was just like, wow, like I get it. Yeah, do what you gotta do. I wish I if I I should be out there too. Like it's just the 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 the, the spaces in which our society you know, is based on with our careers, there has to be respect all around. Yeah. Because we're, we're literally interacting with everybody, every single space in the world right now. We, we got to respect them. We got to love them. We got to really give them what they're owed. Teachers included. I love y'all. I wouldn't be nowhere without some teachers. Slim. They, they coming up next because this is fall and they about to fall into some shit <laughs> with all these Zoom calls. Oh my God. And bro. these badass, some, some badass children. Um, and, and, and good children as well, yes, but um, some splendid children. It's very splendid, but it's a it's a new age, dog. I don't know how they're gonna do that. Yeah, me neither. I don't. We're gonna figure it out, though. We're gonna take a real quick break, yeah. and when we come back, we're gonna get into some entertainment news, some sad stuff. But it'll be all right. Oh lord. But then we'll also get into a little more tech stuff, and we'll figure it out, man. Holy. Sit back, relax. We'll be right back for more regular combos. Yeah. Your man DH. I got many majors in the building. How y'all doing? Already, we back here chilling. Here. Listen, whatever platform you're listening, listen to us on. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and give us just five stars while you're there. Yeah, just give us five stars. Do it, cause there'll be more episodes coming. Uh, I don't know what took so long for me to record. I mm-hmm. think it was liquid courage tonight, but we just out here. We about to record, but I did tease that we were gonna talk about some entertainment, yeah. and I. Listen. Where do you start? Okay. What's okay? I know we're, we're going to forget something. So disclaimer. Yeah. Something's going to be forgotten. But there's been so much happening throughout the pandemic. Do you start? Let's just bat lead off. Bat latest. The, what the latest things happen. Okay. Okay. Big rips to you know Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. Mm. Like, bro, you talking about a gut punch out of nowhere? Uh, and we yeah we we talked we talked about that and. My 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 mind is it's still I still can't wrap my mind around it. It was it's still fresh. It don't make it doesn't make any sense. And you know, it, 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 and I thought about it like it's not one of those things where you were always you know consistently following somebody like how like a lot of people follow Michael Jackson, a lot of people follow Prince, a lot of people follow Whitney, a lot of people follow Princess Diana, like. He wasn't like in that. And that's sense, no knock on his career. He yeah, was no. not like. It's not like we're talking about iconic, like once in a lifetime type of people. It, if you get what I'm saying, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but he did something iconic. At, exactly. And and then so you have so you have what is to be his um, gift to the world in Black Panther, and I don't know if you caught up on any stories behind that. So if we have time, we can talk about that yeah. too. But. You have that, and then you and you see the news, and then things just started to flood the timelines with all of this media footage that he's done. Um, I, you know, like when Black Panther dropped, and he was on um, he did the Saturday Night Live skits. He was and, on uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Um, but then even some more heartfelt stuff, like a compilation of his laugh. Yeah. When I tell you, I was watching all of that, and only thing I can think of is just like the word authentic came to mind. Yeah. I'm like, this man is. Pure. You feel and like you knew him. You feel like you knew him. And yeah. I think that was the beauty of it all is that, you know, not only was he able to give the world and black people um, 
through his through his work in Black Panther, but you see footage of him and you're just like, wow. But it's like this man is actually this man's good. It's like when most celebrities die, you feel like you know them. But yeah. I th- think this was different. This hit different because you feel like you really like you feel like you really knew him. And I think that goes back to like you said with Black Panther. That movie was such an iconic movie. Iconic, bro. The 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 movie tickets were sold out months before the movie premiered. Bro. Period. Like I could, I had to buy t- and look. I, I go to movies. I enjoy movies, mm-hmm. but I don't buy tickets that early. I had to buy tickets like three months before the movie came out. It was not a joke. It was not a game. It was not a game. I I I, I think it took me a while to even go see it. I was you couldn't get it. You couldn't get it theater. I was avoiding everything social media around that yeah. time because like if I get a spoiler, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. Um, pissed. but <laughs> but when I got into the theater and I and I had that experience like we've we've seen our host of bad black movies we've seen our there's host, a bunch oh so many plethora but you see this and it is just black on black on black on black unapologetically black. unapologetically black. with a sprinkle of caucasian yes. but he was good in that too yeah, he was. um but it was so well it was black it was well done it was entertaining the plot line was good you you were into it you were feeling it like it was quintessential good filming. Period. There is because you saw Avengers, of course. Right? Of course. The scene where mm. he, where Doctor uh, Doctor Strange brings them back, pulled the, up. This the okay. So y'all have seen it, mm. but this this it's um somebody in the theater is filming that when they just go off like you thought it was a wrestling match, bro. How they went off. They like Black Panther. Did he? Oh my God! Um, the the crowd was going wild, nuts, bro. I was ooh, nuts. I, I was too. I still get chills watching that. It, it was poor quality. Yeah. I still get chills watching that clip on YouTube. Just like because I remember how I felt, and I was just like, "This is a moment." I think that's. I think this is a quick sidebar, but like I feel like that's what feeds us when it comes to like yep. film and just storytelling is like building those kind of moments. And Avengers did that so well. The whole movie, mm. I'm about to nerd out for a second, but it's okay. Oh yeah, I was doing. The whole Avengers movie was legit. They were like, they were the underdogs the whole movie. They were down 28 to nothing, bro. Down. 20, they was down 28-3 at halftime and they just couldn't get it together, bro. Period. And then like when, when Doctor Strange like channeled and brought them back and they came and had that epic battle slim, that joint was just on the surface. That alone was dope and, and think about the fact that they bought chadwick back first exactly black Panther came back first they knew they knew their minds they knew <laughs> what had to be <laughs> done minds, bro. and they, they could have bought back anybody they could have we were all missing we were missing him we were missing spider-man we were missing everybody they were like black panther and crew Slim. has to come first Slim. they have to come first and when they pulled up in their beautiful blackness Nigga. my jaw was on the floor, which Slim. was in contact with some popcorn that was on the floor. <laughs> Your jaw was stuck to the floor. It was nasty, <laughs> but it was very good. <laughs> and so back to bring back it back. Yeah. So this man has been able to leave his mark on on Earth. Facts. We're never going to forget that. And um, with like some with like some iconic roles, Jackie oh, Robinson. Oh my gosh, Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. Like, like what hasn't? Who hasn't he played? James Brown. James Brown. You have you, Slim. What hasn't he done? He's I want his agent, bro. Literally, like that is the because he, he did because the right he thing. came out of nowhere, like low key, like yeah. you know, like Howard I, alum, theater major, like he was very much in most, his blackness his entire career. Most actors, like unless you 
unless you come out like Eddie Murphy, most mm. actors like they start they got some like some boo boo roles like just yeah. some, you know, some straight to Netflix type joints mm-hmm. or whatever. But he came out like hitting, like just like hit, like hitting, What's bro. Up? And I think like to piggyback on what you said, like his roles were so iconic. It's like he didn't like so I read something where him and Tessa Thompson, uh, they had pitched them a slave movie, mm. and they was like nah. He's like, I'm not taking it. I wonder what slave movie it was. I'm interested in knowing that too. But like, that shows you like just how much control he had over his career, and right. like to be able to get the roles that he did mm-hmm. with like such big movies, such iconic movies. It's like, bro, like, it's almost like I don't know. If, it's not like I, I don't want to say he knew, but it's just like to have that control over your career, man. To be able to control like what you do, like the yeah. legacy they leave. You he not leaving out of bullshit on his legacy. No, he's not. He his he, his career was directed in power. Like yeah. all those roles are pivotal like leading roles. Men even up to like the Five Bloods, like literally he's <sighs> his his he is he has been in movies and films that give you a sense of black beauty black empowerment yeah and somebody he set the precedence he early on he might have been like if it ain't this yeah i don't want it yeah and and he and he lived and you and you can feel that he lived a very true life off film on film even we haven't even touched on the fact that this man has been filming in the midst of all of his circumstances he's been filming yeah like how can like how did you see the interview um with my guy, I can't remember his name, but the guy from the Wire mm-hmm. that was that was on the Five Bloods. Oh no, I've heard about it. I've yeah. heard remnants of it. I didn't watch it. So didn't basically, it. the interview he was saying because it was his first time working with Chad, mm-hmm. and he said that he had thought it felt like not almost like a prima donna, but he felt like he was kind of uh, excuse me, thought he was like you know almost full of himself. Okay. He said he had you know his. At, you know, in between takes, he would have a, a Chinese massage person, like, massaging his shoulders. Okay. He had um, mm. his girlfriend, like, you know, tending to him, taking care of him. Mm-hmm. His uh, makeup person, like, was just, they were real, like, uh, real soft and real, like, like uh, what's the word? Delicate like, with him. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was saying it caught him off guard because he didn't know him personally. So, mm-hmm. he thought he was, like, a prima donna. Yep. But then to find out after the fact all the stuff he was dealing with, they were really doing that to just kind of keep him comfortable. It was just crazy, bro. And when I read it, really, it was really sad, man, to like to to know that he had to, you know, go through that and still like brought his art like to the forefront. And I think that's what a lot of people miss, like. Your art, like a lot of times, that's the only thing you get to leave. That's the that's oftentimes the only thing that's going to outlive you is your your legacy and the things and the things little physical things that you actually leave here. That's it, man. Like this podcast, this will last long beyond me. Period. You know what I'm saying? To like, my people in 2050, what's up? Yeah, hey, what's happening? I'm gonna still be here, but what's up? If from you, 2020, if you hear this, <laughs> just know from, from the pits that of 2020 hell. was crazy, bro. Get out <laughs> of here. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, I'll be around in 30 years. What's up? Planet and go there but you know you you hit it on the head it's the takeaway for me in this whole entire um situation and just hearing what's going what what happened with chadwick is that we can't limit ourselves due to the things that are trying to hold us back from doing what we're we're called to do like this thing has he's been battling for years but he, he he continued to push through he continued to live through his purpose and for us as regular normal people um what's what's what are you telling yourself 
that's holding you back from doing what you say you want to do or what you feel like you need to do? And is it actually doing that? Um, probably not, unless it's something that's keeping you off your feet yeah. or you know putting you on the streets. The chances are you can find the time to make it happen. And um, that is something that I hope that everyone listening to this takes away. I know personally I'm trying to work on myself to take that Facts. away because there ain't no reason why. There's plenty of time in the day. And if we can find time to do A, you can find time to do B, yeah. C, so on and so forth. I think what his, his death kind of taught me, like, don't settle for less, especially when you know you're greater than that. Amen. I, I feel like a lot of times with creators, man, like, and like we've been in this. Because mm-hmm. let me tell y'all something. Quick backstory. I met Manny Majors two years ago. Back in the day. And, <laughs> On you know brunch and a series. Your shout out to the set. We recorded how many episodes? Oh we filmed God. like four episodes. Yeah, maybe? four, 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 four episodes. Full episodes. And no, we had and they hadn't launched. You know, due to you know some quality reasons and financial reasons. But mm-hmm. I, I told you like even last week. I feel like I feel like our meeting was mm. more than the show. That was the purpose. It I, and it's like in. And it's like a conduit, like mm. certain things just happen where it's a conduit. Like it may not be the the reason that you initially signed up for mm-hmm. it. Or what you expected. It, right. Mm-hmm. But it happens and then it's something else. So yeah. like even with that crew, man, like yeah. we're like friends, like we chop it up. We always investing into each other. Yep. Even though the project, the, what we signed on for was, is not out. Mm-hmm. We we like we still just pour into each other, and yeah. I think that's so that's so important. And I think bringing it all back um, with Chadwick, it's like I want to make sure whatever art I put out there is mm-hmm. from the heart and yep. is with people that I know got the same mindset. As Gotta I share that with you. And it's it's just crazy, man. Like you know, you lose somebody iconic uh, like that, really give you time of reflection. He was a young man. He was forty three. Oh my gosh, yes. Young man, yeah, young. you know. So if you're listening right now, if that didn't, if if that whole situation didn't, um, you know, not scare you, but if that whole situation didn't talk to you, man, go to your doctor. Oh, listen, tell him to check you out. Check your mind. Make sure you're good. Go to a therapist. He might be broken. Slim. Go to a therapist. Talk about your stuff. Figure it out because it's important right now, man. No, no doubt about it. Yeah, it's rest in peace to him for sure. Mm. Big facts. Um, Kobe died this year. Lord as have well. mercy. Kobe, I, you know how you remember, I don't, my memory's okay, but I have a very vivid memory when it comes to like traumatic things. Mm -hmm. And I remember exactly where I was, what I was doing when, when Kobe passed away. I was looking at houses. You were looking at houses. I was on the road driving and literally like the mood I was in was very good. And then the Kobe news came. I, I went on Twitter while I was riding in the car go to the top of my timeline and all I'm seeing is OMG Kobe, OMG Kobe. And I'm just like, nah, mm-mm. Kobe restaurant must be closed. It can't be, can't be the human figure Kobe Bryant. Cause it came out of nowhere. Like it, you don't, it don't, it don't make no sense. I only know of three Kobe's in my life. Yeah. My friend Kobe, who's on the West coast, Kobe Bryant in the restaurant. I know he's fine. I talked about him a couple months ago. So he, I know he's good restaurant. Cool. What? And it was, it literally shook me because it's, and, and the whole, and the, the ordeal itself, helicopter? Like, it was giving, like, cinematic drama, 
it didn't even register. It didn't to me. feel real. It doesn't. It didn't make any sense. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like had it been natural causes, I may have been able to deal with that. Yeah, I can I can rationalize that. But you're telling me that even at 42, I could rationalize even that. at that point. But this particular day, this helicopter did not fulfill its duty, and Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the and the other eight uh, other eight other people on there lost their lives. Like absolutely surreal. And that one. Where's that crown at? Oh, fill her up. That really, really set a very Ten on two. shaky. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Really sh- uh, established a very shaky um, foundation with 2020. Like it didn't. That didn't, was the impetus of what was literally January. It just things was just like nope. Let's let, let me show y'all what 2020 is about. And it's been a very slippery, slippery slope since. And um, yeah, but yeah, Kobe is just top. Five, top three, top one for a lot of people, yeah. and uh, like indisputable, indisputable. And he is—he was one of the guys. You, all, I think of NBA players of like as like, oh, they're not going until they're like eighties, nineties. Like I'm, like, I'm expecting. You think of Bill Russell because like Bill Russell is out here is. I ex- literally Bill Russell is old and he's they tried him around. No, no knock on Bill Russell, but they he's around every these all these NBA events. Old guy, but I think that's what we expect out of life anyway. Yeah, we expect to live long and just. You know, die of old age, mm-hmm. and then when it doesn't happen that way, and especially to someone that's to people that are this all, big and yeah, and just out there, it's it don't make sense. Which kind of brings it back to like keeping, you know, keeping stuff on the even playing field. Like these celebrities, they put on pants just like we do. Same joints, more expensive, but same yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They still gotta. You know, do basic stuff. Mm-hmm. They still have to go to the bank. They just got more money in the bank. Got more. Please you know, give me some. They still got to pay bills. Yes, like a lot of them. So they're regular people. So yes. when we put people on those pedestals, that stuff hit a little harder. And me, I was never like a big Kobe fan. Yeah, I thought he was a great basketball player because I love basketball. But I didn't. I never was like a Kobe fan. Yeah, yeah, like in that sense. Yeah, I feel you. You know, and then when it hit, it's like, how do all be like Kobe? Like it don't. It don't register, but you know, even just to bring it a little bit closer to home. Yeah. So, um, Dorian and Rob, who are two um, of our people from the brunch and series, they lost a close friend from A and T. And this is just sort of like to bring that scope a little bit more close, a little bit more intimate. And he's also uh, a part of the same fraternity I am. I had met uh-huh. him maybe a couple times through production. Oh, so you did? So I've met him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've met him. Because I saw him. I was like, he looked very familiar. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's been a supporter of the show and, and friends with them for a long time. And um, so when I, when I saw the news and heard the news, that actually shook me a little bit too because I, you, it just goes to show you how little to know like sort of interaction you have to have with people in order to have impact on them. Oh my! God, and I even and then the two times that I saw him, I all I could think was like, "Oh, this is a good bro. He, he has good energy." He like no wonder people are friends with him. See, that's the thing where, yo, this podcast is gonna go long, but stuff has to be said, and mm-hmm. I haven't had a podcast for months, so I'm just gonna just we just gonna keep it going because we got a whole bunch of other stuff. Charge your AirPods up, but exactly. So the thing is like. You really don't understand the legacy that you leave with people, mm-hmm. even if it's like these finite moments, even like if. these small moments of interaction. Yep, you leave such, like people, like and and I know we really don't think about it, mm-hmm. but like, like I think about, I think like every you know for every action there's an equal opposite reaction. That's a yes, Newton's law. Yes, 
And it's like you don't really think about what it takes to get to the end game. Yeah. So that's right. You know, it's like the little interaction that you have with people that can change the course of how your day goes. Like the person that lets you over in traffic. Mm -hmm. Thank you for letting me. I really need to get over in traffic. Now I'm not late to work. Now I can do this and do that. Now I'm not late. Now I'm not pissed off. Now I'm not upset. Yep. Now I'm going to let the next person over because somebody let me over. Passing that thing forward. Passing, just passing it forward. It's the little interactions that happen that can truly change the course of history and time. And I think I'm saying it like this because I've, I've been watching, I've been working through the X-Men series. Mm. So, like, they travel through time a whole bunch. Yes, and, like, are. you see how little events happen that change the course of history. Literally. And, excuse me, like, I, I really think Crawl that people world. don't realize these, <laughs> people really don't realize the small interactions that they have with people yeah. that can make an impact literally bro. or make a change on like you know what people have going on yeah and it's and it's not to move scarily but it's just to realize that your movements have an impact um and that going with your way is going to give you a different circumstance so you know the things in your past where you might have said yes to that you probably should have said no could have given you a different outcome a different interaction a different purpose and so in our lives we need to make those choices with the best intention, with the best mindset, um, because that's that's how you know that you're doing something that is in and of your true being, Crown Royal, and <laughs> that is why. That we're gonna say every time somebody. Yeah, literally, Crown, Crown Royal. Royal. <laughs> um, and that is I'm why. That, <laughs> that is why. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. And that is why we have to be cognizant of that. So you know, don't. Don't live life on a whim. Like I am, I'm throwing out. I love you. I love you. Is like it's fucking like coupons. Like it's fucking like Chuck E. Cheese tickets. Like I'm throwing them out there. Everyone get a prize. That's important, bro. You have to like that. That makes me feel warm. You don't not just the Crown Royal, but the words. They make me feel warm. You don't know how that shit affects people. Bro. It, it can change people. It can it change can, people's moods and vibes and. With time, time is time is short. We have people passing away at the young yeah. ages of 28, 29, 42, 43. Here, they're here one day, gone the next. Like, I don't want that. I want people in my life right now who I'm good with to know that, hey, we good, I love you, and I'll see you tomorrow, I'll talk to you tomorrow. So that if, God forbid, if something changes, mm-hmm. that that is the last thing that they can take away from me. I agree wholeheartedly. And it's crazy, I, I bring this back to this. And normally... When I have a beverage or two, I try not to preach, but he's at four. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so oh, I was listening to um, the Love Hour with Kevin on stage mm-hmm. and his wife Melissa. True, true. So they talked about Crown Royal. Crown Royal. They talked about the whole scenario with walking on water, mm-hmm. right? So he's like, uh, I believe it's Peter. He stepped out and he walked on water. He took three steps and then he sank, right? Mm-hmm. But she said, Melissa said something, and it was so crazy, and it was so profound. She was like, but he took the three steps. Mm-hmm. He still sank, but they're not, but they don't talk about the three steps. They always talk about him stepping out on faith and then sinking, but he still took three steps. Mm. For, you're not supposed to be able to walk on water, period, but to take three steps and then mm-hmm. sink. That brings me back to this where I'm like, it's the little, even if the end game is not what you wanted, it's the interactions between the end game mm. that create 
the new perception or that create the the feelings. You know what I mean? I, I listen. Because, this podcast about to go in a church, bro. Because <laughs> we, we curse too much. But and we do, and we drink too much. Yeah, too much. But I think people fail to miss. Like people have like these linear ideas, very linear. Where they look from here to then, mm-hmm. but they don't see like the stuff that happens between them. And I bring that back to our relationship between me and you. Mm-hmm. Yes, we hooked up. You know, we on this show. Mm-hmm. I just say, okay, yeah, it's it's us, and we recording the show. Boom. Mm-hmm. But it's the stuff along the line to this point today mm-hmm. where I've learned so much about Manny. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been become one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Like I rock with him. I support him. We do a lot of projects outside of this mm-hmm. podcast and outside of the Stay show. Stay tuned for that. Exactly. But it's like it's the stuff that happens between the end game. Yep. That makes the story. Now, let me bring it back. I might preach to you. Yeah, listen. Uh, the, you got a Bible app right. or something? Because <laughs> uh, open Bible app. See, because see, look, look. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. You needed movies before to get to the end game, huh? Yeah, Come on, somebody. Yeah, what, what my, what Can I get an amen that? from my? If you're out there in the Put podcast, the world, say amen, huh? You can also hit me up. <laughs> okay. At dh underscore major on cash. What's you know, ordained minister? You, like, you can be married, but you you literally are Loki. <laughs> Paperwork. The the, the the diploma is right here on the wall. The diploma is right here next to the Crown Royal. Low key. <laughs> hey, if you're in the state of Maryland and you need uh, <laughs> listen nuptials, period. call your boy because I can do that. Sign them up legally. That I can funny. do that for the state of Maryland. Literally do it all. But I bring it. I said all that to say this. Crown the ground. Is right. Yes. It's it's the little interactions that happen that people don't realize can change so much. Yes, sir. And that's why I think even in this pandemic state. I've tried to focus on little interactions mm-hmm. and maximize those mm-hmm. yep, yep, because you don't know how that's going to take effect on others Amen. and what that can do for you. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause they go back to the first segment. I learned a whole lot about myself during this whole time. And I learned that in certain situations, I can be a better friend, better family member. Yep. Um, and really maximize those moments because when those moments are gone, the only thing you can live off is the moments that you've maximized. That's it. You know what I mean? So I think we all should do is just truly maximize the moments that we're in. So I'm hoping that even while you're listening to this, something you've heard may have inspired you or may have maximized a moment for you. You may have been feeling down. Yep, yep. We may have agreed. You know, something may have maximized a moment for you. So yes. that's what I'm hoping that you get from this podcast, this regular convos. You know, into that. I love that. And that's big facts. Yes. God bless. So look, we're going to pause real quick. You. And we're going to come back and talk about some social issues Ooh, all right give me so sit back relax go pour go pour yourself a beverage and be right back because i just did on regular combos amen what's going on welcome back to regular combos it's your man da check out my man manny majors in the building how y'all doing yeah live in studio and look we've gone through a lot of things already in this podcast and we're gonna finish on this we're gonna talk about black lives matters all day so i know listen if you're black right now and you're listening to this podcast you have some opinions okay Cause you're dealing with it every day, seeing it on social media, seeing it on, uh, excuse me, Crown Royal, <laughs> <laughs> seeing it on social media, or just dealing with it like in your friend circle. So Manny, I'll ask you this: This Black Lives Matters movement. I mean, there's a lot of places we can go, but how have you felt with dealing with it? Um, just now, wow. just how have you felt? Thank you for having me. Um, 
Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> we need another crown royal. So let me see if I can boil this down because this is not only have we as black people have been fighting COVID, but we've been fighting very just blatant racism, blatant disregard blatant, for life, bro. like blatant capital B. And I just spit on the mic. Blatant disrespect. On Take that mic home with you. Yes, please sanitize COVID. Um, and <laughs> I just, the energy that has been required of us, is, it's already been a lot, but this year, 2020, has really put its, like, Unpedicured foot on our necks. I, I don't uh, to where we can't we can't literally and figuratively cannot breathe. Manny, I don't want to stop your your uh, monologue because you, you ha- I know you have some heat, but don't you do you just feel like twenty twenty out of all your lives uh, years of living that twenty twenty has been the most difficult for being black. So the short answer is yes. Even though we have people who've had downs, we've had people who had ups. Yeah, black people cumulatively holistically down 2020 is going to go down as one of the most difficult and troubling times as a black american in this day and age now i'm not comparing to slavery jim crow because we can't because we weren't there we weren't there for that we can only talk about what we've lived through right we lived and what we experienced and in our lifetime and Quick aside, like just think about our lifetime. We've seen 9-11. We've seen war. We've seen war on terror. We've seen this and that and Rodney this and King. That. like we we are. You weren't around for Rodney King. No, I wasn't running. Yeah, I just came out. Was. Actually, no. What was it? 91? 90, 91, 92. What, what, what season? I was in winter. I might have been around, but I really wasn't talking. Summertime. Summertime. Okay, I was around. I was only. I was chilling, it's but like, I was very young. He was cooking. I had no shoes or whatever. But, <laughs> but this lifetime, bro, is like. It's a it's a lot. So let me let me try to hold up. No no no. Oh my god. No, but hold on hold on hold on. Oh my god. (laughs) But I think that's the one thing about being black. Mm. We make light of any situation, and we're able to just seamlessly. We are very good at it. I love, bro. I love being black. I wouldn't want it any other way. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Ain't that what Beyonce said? Like I wouldn't want to have. If I'm thankful that God saw me and was like, we gotta make him black. Get, make his nose big too, but make him black. <laughs> okay, and go. Skinny. And skinny. <laughs> and skinny. And they say, give him a big nose. Give me a big nose and a big stomach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But listen, if it was, I get it why like Rachel Dozel wanted to be black. I get it. It's, why, it's dope. Because we are having fun over here. It's dope. We it love is very it. fun. Come over. We but not, but don't come over. It's rude. Yeah. But um, it's great being black, period. It is also very hard to be black. Oh, my God. And America, um, because one day we're going to be famous, so we have to be careful about what we say. Yes, we have to. But America as a whole is not where it could be when it comes to the respect to its black Americans, um, to African Americans. Um, and then I will dig into people of color, you know, you know, other other people of color. But right now I'm going to talk we'll about black, black people. people first. Yeah, I want to talk about black people that's right what now. I am. And well, I can talk about all the, we can talk about all the colors, yeah. but I really want to talk about black, black people. people yeah. Um, and we, that respect has just not been, uh, not been a ponied up. So 2020 has not been nice to us. And honestly, for me, from a social space to professional space, bro, it is. Is it tough for you? Sorry, come again. <laughs> Is it tough for you? Oh, tough, capital T-O-U-G-H-T-U-F-F, however you want to spell Whatever it. Whatever way you want to spell it. All the toughs. And it's it's been so tough that I have had to push my way onto like social action boards at work. It yeah. is 
to where I am making sure that I'm trying to, I'm taking part in different organizations, you know, projects and making sure that I'm having an impact on our communities because yeah. it's very obvious that there are people out here who are just fine without worrying about our black lives. And, um, and to the people out there, who let's say you just have like the random um, Caucasian non-black person who's listening to this, and let's just say they're a believer of all lives matter or, or something like that. The point of black lives matter is to emphasize the fact that a black life has not been given its due respect in regards to a holistic sort of like all lives. So if you can't say all lives if black lives don't. So it's not a knock on white people or people of Hispanic background or cultures, it's literally saying that black people are hurting. Y'all need to recognize that we matter. And in, in it, and it's not going to be no Black Lives Matter too. That's too many words, number one. I don't like that. <laughs> BLMT, that's giving sandwich. <laughs> it's giving Subway. And I don't want it. I don't yeah, even do tomatoes uh, can like I that. Can I get a BLMT on cheese bread? Can I get a BLMT No. cheese bread? Period. BLM. This is your reminder to save the pink with Uncle Clifford. Okay. <laughs> you can watch Pete Valley on Stars. You better, you better plug The it. commercial just came in on TV. So, uh, <laughs> Stars, holla at your boy. Pull up. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are looking for jobs. Right. Um, but, no, Black Lives Matter, period. And I just, I just need people to realize that. But it's going it's an uphill, uphill battle. What about you? Like, what's, what's your feeling, interpretation, your experience over the course of these past, we can talk a few months, literally yeah. we can talk years because this shit has been going, it's old. I'm going to keep it at this past few months. I think with us being home, you see it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I legit have PTSD from this shit. That's real. And I'll tell you why. And I'm just going to be be transparent. Do it. Uh, the crown is talking right now, yeah. so I'm going to keep it a buck. But uh, I had a moment where I was, I was asleep. I was knocked out. And I woke up in the middle of the night crying, mm. bawling. Mm. And... What happened, I was having a dream, and I was getting, like, it. the dream was, the, the cop was, like, harassing me in my dream. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing I could do. Sounds like, like okay, think about it like this. Mm-hmm. In most of your dreams, you don't, you you can't do anything anyway. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah I know that feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're just watching. Yeah. But it was the fact that I was watching in the dream, and then in the dream I couldn't do anything. Mm, stuff. So I was getting assaulted, like from a cop, and some of the shit they were saying was just like crazy. And then I go and look at Ma Aubrey, um, Jacob Blake, Lord mercy. like all this stuff, and it's like, bro, like you really don't have a chance. Yeah. Like I talked, I talked to my neighbor last week. And we were talking about cars. You know, I got the, I got a truck or whatever. And Wealth. I, I wanted to get new tents. Wealth. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> I wanted to get some new tents on my car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get no more tents on my car. Mm. Because I don't want to give the police no reason to interact with me. Mm-hmm. And that's not... Crown roll. Mm-hmm. That's not knocking cops out there. Because yeah. I know a few. And they're good. Let's they're put great. It, let's let's put, that, put that disclaimer out there. They're good cops. We, they're good and they're that. great cops. We get that. And I'm not gonna knock them on that. But there's so many that's bad. All it takes to have one bad experience, and you're gonna lump everybody in that category. I mean, we have to. These black people go through that. We've been going through that our entire existence, just being grouped. Police was created mm. to control black people. Pull out the textbook. 
I mean, <laughs> let, if you want to get to the roots, if you wanna, if you wanna go back, we can go back. But Perfect. police was created to control black people during Jim Jim Crow, not Jim Crow, but yeah, during Jim Crow days where they would lock people up for not having a job, for you know, you name it, mm-hmm. you know, just being out and about, mm-hmm. you know. So. I want to limit any interaction I can have with the police. I can't blame you for that. And especially now, having a wife, oh, having a wife, and then having a child on the way, baby girl. I have to. You we don't know yet. We don't know yet. I just want to put my money on Sunday. We're gonna we're gonna find yeah, out. Yeah, boy. The first wheel is gonna light up. Yeah, yeah. Blue pink, and we're gonna find out. I can't wait. <laughs> but like having a child, it's like now trying to doing whatever I can to stay home yeah. and get home. So I think about that now differently. Um, you know, having to deal with police and I just don't any interaction I can not have. Yeah, I'm good with it. I can't even blame you for that. It's 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 so and it's so saddening. I've had I had this conversation with a colleague from work who actually is, he ranks higher than me, so he's like yeah. he's my boss's boss. Yeah. But he, I got I got to really acknowledge the fact that I really appreciate the fact that he's been so candid with me in sort of his inquisitive nature. It's just like wondering, like Manny. Can you just tell me what's what are you feeling like blah 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 like he's not a therapist he works in the same field as me. Like that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Why does it get? And he's very nice, but he's also and y'all. I think that it does take a um, it takes a well tempered person and somebody who's willing to have those conversations conversations. But he's also been very candid as to his ignorance. Yeah. He's just like Manny. I'm let you know. Like I've. Because some people don't acknowledge that. You, he acknowledges it. And, yeah. that's, and that is, if you are white out there and you are hearing this podcast, <laughs> you just have to acknowledge it and then also seek the knowledge that you are lacking. Mm-hmm. He told me, I did my research. I've read this. I've done this. I've did this. I've done that. And I can I can say that I've had issues with this. And I was like, I do appreciate that guy. And um it was very important because that is a step in the direction of bettering ourselves as a society where it's you don't allow your ego or the grandeur of who you are in society to override the simple fact of being a good person and being a person that respects all people and knowing what it takes to respect all people, which is know they're not, know their history. Know who they are. Respect them. And not be quick to judge. And don't be quick to judge. And that is the the precipice that a lot of these recent ordeals and ordeals of the past for black people have hinged upon is that people people aren't born prejudiced and racist. They are raised prejudice and racist. I have doctor friends. They ain't tell me about no motherfucking DNA that says, oh, this is racist <laughs> DNA. That ain't gonna be racist with shit. No. That shit is not in the motherfucking code. Right. It's not in the code. Nope. So you are built this way. So we gotta get to the root. And you know, there's some people who are very much in the 60s, 70s. They was back in the day, Jim Crow in it, racism in it, and we can't <laughs> change them. But what we do have an opportunity to do now is to raise our people better, to yeah. expose them to more and to give them the opportunity to be good people. Yeah. And if we don't do that shit, we are going to have another March on Washington 30, 40 years from now. We're going to have another spurt of just violence against people of color in, in an imbalance in how we treat this part of society versus how we treat that part of society. 
that is not sustainable. You would think in 2020, you'd be able to navigate and it would be pretty even. Yeah. And it's just not. No. You see that when it comes to the election that's going on. Lord have mercy. As far as. That's coming on next episode. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, that's next episode. Mm. Lord. Um. But you see that, like, even with that Mm -hmm. and just, like, dealing with people. And it's just like, bro, like, if you just go back to the source of, if you just go back to the source of people dealing with people, Mm -hmm. you know, the main thing they say, treat people how you want to be treated. Period. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just understand that if you mind your own business. It is so fun. You're pretty much good to go. It is so lit. In the mind in my own business Slim. category. Like I'd be enjoying the shit out of it. You know, like it's crazy. Like you think about racist people. Like if they would just like legit just mind their business. Mm, it would mm. and, and and Manny, I keep it a buck with you. And I know we can rain clothes. Mm-hmm. But with most black people, even dealing with black people, like most black people are like super chill. Mm-hmm. We don't want any of the extra nonsense. We don't we got enough of our own. So when you know, when white people be trying to, like, go over the top and, oh, I'm calling police on you because your music is loud. Mm-hmm. But I didn't come over and even talk to you and find out why you listen to music loud. Right. Or I didn't come over and even talk to you mm-hmm. and even get on the same page and understand you. That's right. You know what I mean? They miss that. Yep. Because if you come over, like, for instance, a nice little patio out here. Very nice. Very grill, Love and it. And I have a cigar every now and again. I just chill out. Very rich. And I play music. If somebody came over and said, hey, can you turn your music down? Okay, cool. But let's talk. Why do you want me to turn my music down? You know, if you maybe you work a late night job. That's fair. And you got to go to sleep. That's fair. I can understand that. I can get that. 100%. Even though I pay mortgage here. Mm, 99% now. You know? Yeah. I, I can understand if you got a situation going on. Get it. Mm. But if you talk to me and we get on the same page and I understand that Jim goes to work at midnight so jim is asleep yep so i might want to care about what jim has got going on because right. i respect my neighbor exactly but if you call the feds you yeah. fuck you jim like you, i don't period because you've you've jumped you've jumped the motherfucking you hopscotch you you, you did jumped the, the shark bro. you already all over you've it already went to the, so now we're here now we're this here. is our level step this is step four and everything you didn't even do one two three talk converse no and then call like you didn't give me that respect as a And I think that's with any relationship. Anything. Talk to me first. Literally. Don't assume that I'm going to be an asshole to you. Don't assume I'm going to be addicted to you. Just talk to me. That's it. Hey, D, you know, um, you know, I know we just met. I'm not trying to be in your business, mm-hmm. but, you know, your car is really loud mm-hmm. um, when you rev up your engine. Yes. And I have a newborn. Like, mm-hmm. if you give me those situations, then I'll say, hey, you know what? Okay. Maybe I won't rev them up. Like, you know what I mean? Right. No, you're, you're, you're adding that human element. Like, that. I. that's that people-to-people appreciation yeah. and love we have to have is like, okay, don't just tell me to do something because you feel like you have the authority. But, like, connect with me. Talk I have a baby. Me. Then I'm going to be like, oh, shoot, I have a baby coming too. Oh, I have worked late nights. To, I have worked late night tonight. Oh, wow. I remember those nights I used to work late. Yeah, I, I just need a nice, peaceful sleep. You're making, you're bridging that gap that... Oftentimes, you give a fuck jump. when you act like you give a fuck. Like people will give a fuck about you. It changes the entire situation. It changes the entire situation, and that is the reason why people, like you said, you feel like you want to eliminate and avoid as much contact with police officers and people of authority. It's for that very reason. They're not oftentimes, or not I mean oftentimes, what we have come to see as a more regular thing is that. 
the people who are out here who are quote unquote here to protect and serve have only been serving themselves. They've only been protecting their quote unquote kind, whether it's a blue life, whether it's a white life mm -hmm. or non-black life. And that is the issue is that we are not building those bridges in proper in meaningful ways bro let me tell you something. and i'm gonna say this and i keep it a buck and we're getting close Buck. i have no issues with the good police i don't mm -hmm. because police like it's needed there's situations that are out of control when you need police but it's the situations that what am i want to say it's the situation that that they're involved mm -hmm. and it's just not good for people that look like me and I just wish that I was treated the same. Like, mm -hmm. give me a warning and let me go. You know, talk to me like you would talk to anybody else. Mm -hmm. You know, de-escalate like you would anybody else. Mm -hmm. Don't always assume that I'm a threat. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, how can I be? I'm 5'9", 280. Like, I, I, you know, I'm a threat to you, bro. You talking to me. Y'all be all right. Right. I feel you, but it's just like I, I want those interactions to be calm and and we all trying to make it home. De and mm -hmm. yep, period. And I feel like if sometimes they would just sit back and just relax for a moment, and then on top of that, if they were charged like normal people, and <sighs> and and had the seek and had to have some of the situations that we because if i go out and shoot a man seven times in the back i'm going to jail no question you you'd be i don't in care the jail what color now. he is you're gonna be in the jail until they figure out what happened manny i don't care what color he is Listen. if he black white brown it don't matter it don't if matter. he an avatar he need blue like mm. i'm, I'm going to jail bro no if question it's the about Hulk, it if it's an incredible Hulk, i'm if i shoot a nigga seven times back i'm going to jail no there's no question about it and yeah and i think with black people they want the same accountability they want the as regular people. They want the same respect. Yeah. Like I mean, the thing is, the accountability spectrum is it, it's been it's varying. Yeah. It's always varied, and black people are <laughs> the accountability is higher in the sense that any small um, deviance a deviation from what is lawful, clink clink. Yeah. Literally, quick aside, you got we got people in jail who are in jail for. Marijuana. Oh my God! Bro, That's I, next episode. People, I, people are in jail for marijuana. Man, it can't shoot. Can no, you cannot. Can, can, no, bro. you got no. This your show, oh but no, you God. cannot. <laughs> because I told you I got a motherfucking gun. But what I will say is, because you, you got, we got topics, okay? Yeah, we do. What I will say is that you, we have people of color who are in jail right now for marijuana, and distribution, and selling all that stuff. There are people out here who are not black. There's, I think I've seen like maybe one or two black people, but that's literally the minority. There are people out here who are pro capital. Profiting off of that shit, but that's okay. That's another thing. What I was gonna say is this: in terms of the police, and I'm gonna make sure I say this in say a, in how I really feel. <clears throat> say that if the police want to exist, and if they want to serve the duty in which they say, mm -hmm. there needs to be a change. It has to be, bro. There needs to be a, a shift, a reform a complete obliteration and rebuilding something has to happen because what they're doing now is unacceptable and i'm putting it as a whole yeah i have never felt if i have i have a running list of pet peeves but near the top is definitely not being 
understood or listened to, especially if I speak clearly or the situation itself is very clear. Yeah. We see the news every single day. We see we see the videos of our people being murdered. It's the videos that get me. I bro. can't. I literally. I, can't I literally cannot anymore. I can't do it. We see the videos and people will have the audacity to look you in the face and be like, "I don't know." And it's that was justified. It, it, it was justified. I don't know. I got to look into the investigation. It's infuriating. So, long story short, it, a change is gonna come. A change yeah, has to bro. come. And if it doesn't. It's going to be more of the same. And I'm not even talking about more of the same in terms of our people being hurt. But if the police think it's bad now in terms of the push against them, they have another thing coming. Imagine if niggas want a revenge, bro. Let, somebody, oh my gosh, I don't know if, was it you? No, my aunt told me this. Shout out to her. She had heard from her Facebook friends. She, you know, that's the age group. They be on Facebook. It's, it's their <laughs> Twitter. She told me something. And my aunt's really good for stuff. But this has been resonating with me for a long time. She was like, and this is in different terms, but this is the gist. White people, sorry to y'all, white people think it's a problem now with black people wanting to have equal treatment and have their rights and respect. Imagine if those same black people wanted revenge. Imagine it would be a fucking rap around here. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, no. Imagine it, if black people were savages like the white ones. I'm a savage. <laughs> like it would be, it's a rap. It's a wrap, and, and we're very capable of doing it. We may only represent 12 to 14% of the population, but I tell you, we are here, we are capable, we are intelligent, we are ready, we are prepared, and they need to thank the white Jesus that they pray to that that is the only thing that black people are looking for. Because to be quite honest, you owe us a fucking lot. I ain't seen no 40 acres in my lifetime. I ain't seen no motherfucking mule. And I want it. Slim. And I'm gonna get it. And that. I want people to I want people to want and get that too in whatever the 2020 40 acres and a mule looks like for you. We deserve it. Low key 40 acres. Um 40 acres are a land. That's a lot. I don't even know what Who to can do. cut that grass. Nick, not me the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many gasoline gallons you got to put in that motherfucking tractor? Please. Man. I wish I would. Listen. Let me tell you, man, that is just a small glimpse. Into this season of regular convos, where truth be told, we have to have these conversations because this is what's going on in the black community. It's happening, and if you don't know now, you know. Mm. Um, but right. we had to do it. I mean, I have to give a big, big shout out to my boy Manny Majors for coming down to be live in the studio. How y'all doing? And making it happen, and and being in the booth, man, and it's it's just crazy. But it's an ongoing conversation. It's yeah. a regular convo that we have every day. Mm-hmm. So why not bring it here live today? Yes, sir. So we gonna do that. And listen, make sure you like, subscribe, share with a friend, tell somebody that you heard us, leave us a dope review, yes, and you know if you like this enough, next time we'll be around for more. Yeah. But there's plenty more of this to come. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Manny Majors across all platforms. You heard it. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Black Lives Matter, period. It's easy and simple when you just do what you do. Follow Manny Majors on Instagram. And you can end with him and all that stuff. And oh, by the way, make sure you follow Manny on uh, Instagram and Twitter because he be on the shade room. Like, they be reposting his stuff. But what is it? I'm going to say this before I go. What is it like to go viral? Because I have nothing. So it's happened to me three times, I think, now. It's dope. And um, it's, you know what? I'm not I'm not a social media strategist, <laughs> but 
but I will say, because you know, some people really be like trying to force the, the envelope. Be honest and true to yourself, because literally all the all the tweets that I put out, granted, I've had my moments of not great times. They were just funny tweets. It's just how I felt, and yeah. I think that if you're just giving people who you truly and purely are, they're gonna be the people who receive that. So it is what it is, and yeah, man, it's y'all be yourself. That's literally what it boils down to. That's it, man. You heard it from many major. He said, be yourself. Do that, and nobody can take that away from you. But stay tuned for more for regular convos from your man, DH. You're my man, Manny. We'll be back on for a few episodes. Hi, everyone. Listen, this crown is effective. Listen, The sir. nigga Listen. in me. Right. <laughs> hey, man, we'll catch you on the flip side, man. Y'all stay black. Much love. Beautiful.